Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Right and three, two, one. I was trying to time it with your clap. Sorry. Center yourself. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin, and we are thrilled that you're here this evening. Justin tried to sabotage the opening, but here's the thing: I, I loved didn't it. Try to sabotage it. I was trying to time it with the clap. That was, was terrible hoping. timing, sir. I know terrible it was. Timing. Yeah. Uh, if you were a drummer, you would be fired immediately. <laughs> it depends on what band I'm with. <laughs> I don't think any bands can be like, yeah, he came in like five beats too late. <laughs> you obviously haven't listened to a lot of uh, Nickelback. Pro- <laughs> Thank you. That was a lot easier than what I was going to go for. Yep, Nickelback. <laughs> we're going with Nickelback. It's too easy. I should have done or better. Early Creed. <laughs> or Early Creed. Um, yes, we're happy to be here. Although, if you've been listening to the podcast, nothing really has changed from the sequence of which things have dropped. But for us, it's been well over a week since we've talked because we recorded Jared's a little off cycle because we want to do Jared a solid since he lives on the other side of the world and help him out with scheduling. He lives in the future. He lives in the future. I tried to explain that to my daughter. Um, she didn't get it very well because I told her I have to go on a business trip in October and I go, actually... Where I'm going is going to be in the past. And she's like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's on the you West Coast. Little brain. I yeah. go, it's two hours before. She's like, so how does this going to work? And I was like, well, when it's about your bedtime, it'll only be like six o'clock for me. She's like, huh? I'm like, yeah, you can't you can't tell normal time. So this is right. a concept that's truly foreign to you. But it's yes. a Herculean effort there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, essentially, I'm going to go back in time. She's like, are you? Really? I'm like, kind of. <laughs> I mean, if we want to get technical, sure. Yeah. According to the whiteboard that Justin and I put together. No, yeah. but yeah. Kind of. Yeah. At the kinda. same time. Yes. So. See, Nat, you're, what you're doing now is you're setting, you're teeing Natalie up to be a proponent for our push to eliminate time zones. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to get that on the ballot. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening, y'all. 32. Right after we address climate change or it's, before it might help climate change you don't who knows. know yeah. yeah we don't know There's no way to tell eliminate them all right we got rid of daylight savings time time zones we're coming for your ass next all right Wait, did we get rid of daylight savings time did that pass i'm pretty sure like i think congress actually did something 
they actually did something which was eliminate daylight savings time oh man they're on top of their game good for them yeah, i think i mean we'll see i mean i don't i don't think it's supposed to happen but we'll find out real yeah. soon yeah real soon um but yeah man we got a lot to talk about so let's get through some housekeeping real quick hey y'all you know what to do you know what to do if you're watching us at youtube.com slash podcast you click that little like button and you hit that subscribe button because it costs you nothing nothing at all it costs you zero dollars and it supports us we are about 25 percent of the way to monetization that's the word yeah we're almost we're getting our way there just little by little we're chugging along we're chugging along and your support with the likes the subs the watches the comments just you know just write something in the comments down below it, it, the the algorithm loves engagement or just put your favorite emoji down there that also works for us too whatever whatever you can spare for your effort we'd appreciate it and if you're feeling a little more generous you can check out our merch at redbubble.com for all the great stuff and then also you can check out our patreon at patreon.com slash podcast and if you are a cool patreon person then you get a cool shout out like tom mcintyre like richie armor like zinni like slotty Botfast, who just entered the chat and the almighty crit you could be one of those cool people we could say your name if you just you went in there and you did that so that's pretty cool um also check out our discord server the link is in the description down below you can come hang out with us you can chat with us you can join us for our game nights which are super fun you can join in the recipes man that thing is people are posting their hot their hot recipes and things they're making i think noah made some uh brazilian cheese bread tonight he shared a photo and some videos of it i mean tint's been growing his own tomatoes like the the it's it's a real riveting thing you get to see what's going on with everyone slotty's always posting something hot to get your balls going yeah it's lit also i started a new channel called wins where people just celebrate wins that's going on and i i, I, I thought i go i don't know if anyone's gonna use this people have been fucking using it and it makes me really happy to see people just being like yo this is what's going great for me and i'm like this is awesome it's been really that's cool a great idea for a channel honestly i was like yeah this is pretty awesome you know the reason why i started because you know what we should start here I think that I was, we should start just, you know, just, the reason why I started the Wins Jesus channel Christ, was because I was going to celebrate a win that we had, which was we had a short that did very well on Instagram. It was it was the one that I did with with Noah about how men are gross, because when I was in college, uh, a couple of it was one floor of dudes in the dorm decided that one stall was going to be considered the poop stall and they all started pooping in there but they didn't flush so a giant poop pile started being made and it was disgusting and it was a wonderful uh wonderful um sort of uh you know uh thing that that just it really struck with the world 27,000 plays on Instagram and then some fucking asshole flagged it for hate speech and it got taken down so uh I submit it to be reviewed by Instagram, but I don't expect a prompt reply. So uh, I was going to celebrate that. I was like, check this out. I'm thrilled because we had this happen. And right as I was about to type it in, because I want to get the most accurate numbers, it was like, yeah. oh, yeah, your shit's been flagged for hate speech. Bad I'm clothes. like, hate speech? What? We're, talk We're about talking about dumps. <laughs> Is it because men are gross? That's a yeah. fact. That is a fact. As a man, we are gross. Yeah, we are disgusting. Not- that's not a debatable thing. Yeah. And not to mention that there was a guy that commented that said, I'd participate in that. I'm like, what? What? 
Like you would join in on the poo pile? Like, yeah, that's gross. When you compared it to the Triceratops pile in uh, Jurassic Park, that was it for me. I was like, yep, I get it. Yeah, or Stegosaurus, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, it was Triceratops. You were right the first time. You fucking idiot. Um, So (laughs) I have another. (laughs) So anyway. Come join our Discord. A lot of cool stuff going on there. You can also check out the Ask Practical Doug channel. You can also check out the uh, throwdowns, the all sorts of stuff. Really fun time. Join our Discord. Become part of the community. And also, don't forget, we do live stream on YouTube. Uh, we live stream uh, podcasts on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central. That may be changing soon. Stay tuned. And I also host a video game live stream on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. I've been playing Minecraft with the MindGap All-Stars stores. The MindGap All-Stars. I'm having a hard oh time God. with my Tell words tonight. Tell me more about it. How oh, my God. It is going? so much fun. We basically oh, just no. go into this world that Slotty has built, and we just fuck around, and it's so much fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's great. You're fucking around with the blocks. Yeah, it's so much fun, and we end up just... It's almost like its own little mini podcast. Um, we were diving really into the Chronicles of Narnia for some reason uh, during the last one and uh, having a really good time. Someone drew a, you know, or built a big wooden dick on Noah's house. It yeah, was a that d- dick chimney. Um, Zinni was blamed. Um, and, you know, it was fun. Was it was right really, really world. good. Yeah, I was right with the world. So uh, I think we might do that again, uh, possibly this Saturday. And then I'm hoping maybe to do another Left 4 Dead stream in the near future as well. So we'll nice. see. But regardless... Come check out the video game stream. It's always a lot of fun Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. Okay. I would uh, like to address uh, something that we were just talking about prior to the housekeeping. Uh, in uh, earlier this year, the Senate passed the Sunshine Protection Act of 2021, which would abolish clock changes in favor of permanent daylight savings time. That's that right. is going to start in 2023. Yes. So maybe we will be going back this year, but I don't know. Who knows, right? Who, Who knows? knows? But in the near Who future. Knows? Thank you for verifying, Justin. Absolutely. It's what we do. We don't want to ever get anything wrong here. Yeah, ever. It's not our brand. Yeah, our brand is right, only right, far right, alt right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there should be some sort of soundboard clip, but I'm like, I don't think we have like... I was looking through mine, I'm like... We don't have the Adolf Hitler thing on here or anywhere, so I don't know. Like, you know... Maybe... <laughs> I guess? <laughs> <laughs> There we there go. Yep. Wait, I, and Machine. There it is. There we go. Ah, <laughs> oh, so anyway, um, it's great to be back, even though you know it's it's been a it's been a while. So uh, we've had uh, I don't know. I've I've consumed a lot of content. I've been having a really good time. There's been a lot of great stuff out there. Uh, one of the the big ones was the Rings of Power uh, yes. on on Amazon which is the sort of prequel to The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Uh, Justin, did you get a chance to watch this? I watched the first, like, 17-ish, maybe 20 minutes of episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say visually it was stunning. It was, uh, and it should be for $60 million an episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, uh, visually it was stunning. And, you know, uh, I'm sure the story was fantastic. I, in a weird, uh, uh, subversive, you know, subverting nerd culture, I never got into Lord of the Rings. It just was never something that, like, clicked for me. I don't have anything against it. Just never really 
got into it. You, me, and Drew, or you and Drew rather, showed me the three uh, director's cuts of the the original trilogy, which mm-hmm. was great to watch with you guys. Um, just never, I never had any desire to pursue it past that. So yeah. I don't, uh, I don't have a lot of background for this universe, and it seems I think what it is for me is it's just such a big. It seems like such a big lift because it's such a it's such a rich, deep, rich universe. Um, I I just it's overwhelming to me. But which, that which is said, funny because you like Game of Thrones. Yes, but I start. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I my this is like what's a sport? I just it's one of those things where I feel you know like you feel what a sport is. Yeah, I just feel that this universe is too much for me. It's funny because I feel like Game of Thrones is almost a bigger commitment. Because there's more hours of content well, versus yeah. like Lord of the Rings. So, but I I did that in real time. Like yeah. I'm now I'm playing catch up on all the Lord of the Rings stuff. You're caught up, buddy. The Hobbits. I didn't even watch the, the Hobbits. Hobbits. You honestly, you don't necessarily need to. Okay, fair. Because this happens before the Hobbit, the Rings of Power. So, but the thing is, I couldn't tell you because even though we watched the the trilogy, the original, you watched trilogy, those I like. Tell you like what from five years ago i mean if not more yeah if maybe not more like yeah i mean it was probably no it was longer than that I had because because we were still at assignment desk so yeah between 2012 and 2014 is when you watched it so at at at, yeah one time so at at most 10 years ago (laughs) yeah you know at, at least you know eight so right it's been a while because yeah. I specifically remember showing you a map of Middle Earth and telling you where things were taking place <laughs> in the so movie. And I remember because Evelyn was still there because I took because I was like, she's going to be like, what the fuck? Are you, why are you guys not doing your job? Why are you talking about Middle Earth and where Mordor is in the relationship to Rohan? Like, what's going on? Right. So uh, you and Drew were, I'll say this, were fantastic guides through that. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, of course, I probably could have. I could have done it myself if, if I was like, oh, I'm just going to flip these on. But you... You provided such wonderful context around everything that was going on. Um, that all being said, uh, it, I enjoyed the first like twenty minutes or so of, of episode one. I will probably eventually dive back into it and and make my way through it. It's just very low on my list. Now, you on the other hand, I understand, really enjoyed, shockingly enjoyed this prequel series so far yeah the first two episodes are out currently um and uh i checked them out and natalie was a huge fan of lord of the rings and the hobbit and so i was like do you want to watch these and she was like yeah and we're having a really good time watching it i I agree like visually it's absolutely stunning and i would hope so for the amount of money they dumped into this because if you think about how much money they spent just to get the rights alone to this plus the production budget i mean amazon's betting a lot on this well, and, I was listening to that one podcast about the business, and they were mm-hmm. saying how this was Bezos was a huge Lord of the Rings nut, so he mm-hmm. was the one that was like, "I want this at our thing," and then he kind of let go of the reins a little bit. Someone else came in, but they carried that torch. And this this is it's not a surprise that they released it at the same time that Game of Thrones, the new Game of Thrones, came out because mm-hmm. Amazon desperately wants that kind of tentpole thing for their service because they don't have that yet. They've yeah. got good stuff, but they don't have that gigantic one. Yeah. And they were saying that in the industry, a lot of people are watching this because if this fails, it's going to be a massive swing and a miss for them. And it could be pretty detrimental. Yeah. 
Slotty goes, big Smeagol fan, I bet, in re- reference to Bezos. I think you mean a, a Smaug, you know, the hoarder of gold. Ah, nice. <laughs> There's a wonderful that. cartoon that was going around comic on uh, the internet that was like, you know, it, like Bezos as a child. It was like, um, it's like, no, Jeff, you can't be a dragon, like as a kid. And then it shows him later, like laying on a pile of gold, just like. <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> later in life. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. pretty. Uh, pretty good i you know i commend them you know because they look at this as like listen we're going to get the rights to this it's expensive and if we're going to do this they understand what it's going to take to bring this world to life and they they're going they're going all in so that's and i think that's what it's going to take to really make this happen slotty goes got got plans on how to run his warehouses from saruman (laughs) (laughs) He's like, ah, yeah, that makes sense. There we go. The question I have for this is you're spending this much money on it, you know, with the idea that you're going to you're going to drive um, subscribers, right? Like that's the ultimate goal with any streaming service is you got to drive your numbers up. <clears throat> and a lot of people, you know, are huge fans of Lord of the Rings, but I look at where's your, like, what is the possibility of getting a return on investment with this? Because like Netflix, question. they were dumping billions uh, year over year in uh development and now they've scaled that that back and they're gonna they're gonna do a little bit more hyper focus on what they're they're not just gonna shotgun blast it like they were they're gonna reel in their spending and and focus a little bit more on what kinds of things that they're doing being a little bit more picky but with this this is double the amount of stranger things season four no episode of that really eclipsed much more than 30 million and this is 60 about per episode mm-hmm. what i think if i'm not mistaken the most expensive series to date yeah, and if you're spending close to a billion dollars on a TV series, like, are you gonna really make your money back? Like, or I guess for me, I'm like, what is the, what's the economy behind this? That's a great question. I don't, I don't really know the answer to that because you know you can only have so many subscribers, right? And there's so many people yeah. that are viewing it. Like, is this gonna, is the hope that this flagship series will pull people in and then they will consume other content as well like i mean amazon is pretty prolific in what it's got its tendrils you know into so maybe if this is a gateway into other aspects i mean who knows you know beats me couldn't tell you what the return is on it but i'll be curious to see what the long game is like what they're Mm. what they're you know yeah if they've got some other stuff in the in the in the pipeline that's that they're kind of keeping secret and seeing how this goes and then is there just going to be an onslaught of like really cool content from them. I, I'll be very curious to see what they do with it. Because part of me was like, well, I mean, if there's merchandising, but they don't know the merchandising rights. It's just no, rights yeah. to, you know, to basically ad- adapt this this stuff. So, um, but yeah, first two episodes are out now that comes out every Friday. And um, I watched the two episodes and I was very pleased with what I was watching. I thought it was very engaging. I was very engrossed in what's happening. Uh there's some mysteries. There's and and this is you know I, everyone knows how I feel about ye old prequels. I think t- mm-hmm. typically they're not good uh, because they il- destroy any tension, any any um, any hint of fear that certain characters aren't going to survive because we already know it's going to happen. And um, with this, what I love about it is the elves are immortal, right? They can pretty much live forever so we get to see younger versions of these prolific elves which honestly had pretty little screen time in the original you know series 
Um, and this is happening thousands of years before The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. So really, this is kind of like a very different Middle Earth from what we've seen so far. And it's it's drawing on, you know, obviously information from the Similarian and some other notes from, you know, Tolkien and, and things like that. So it's kind of fun for me because I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I mean, Hobbits aren't even really officially there. They're called Harfits. Like, it's everything is just... Almost but prehistoric same, in a lot of ways, you know. The same race of creature then, or it seems like it. Yeah, like okay. they're they're pretty similar, uh, but they're just it's not like there's no Hobbiton or whatever and things like that. So, and I'm going to try and keep this as spoiler free as possible for folks because I don't I want people to go and, and watch it. Sure. But it's I was very pleased with it. I think it's it's cool. I'm interested in, in seeing it, seeing more. Natalie enjoyed it, so I, I'm very curious to see where it goes from here and i gotta say um my favorite part is uh what they did with the dwarves in the show um the Khazad dune and everything was awesome razal ghul Khazad dune a boom 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 indy cover your heart um it was it was so well done and enjoyable and the dwarves were delightful i i, I thought it was really really cool um so I, I really enjoyed it, and uh, and then uh, apparently there's been a lot of people that have not enjoyed the series, and um, I think it falls into two camps, from my understanding, of the um, everyone who's watched it, which is essentially Twitter, right? That's where you gather all the information on all the population, and um, I guess the... Uh, the, it falls into two camps. One camp is who are very big and understand the lore, of Lord of the Rings and things of that nature, saying that they've strayed from some of the lore and they haven't really enjoyed some of the depictions of the characters. In particular, I saw one uh, criticism of the King of the Elves, who basic, basically their decision to do stuff in there, they're like, that's not who he is. This guy is supposed to know everything that's going on and see it in advance and is prepared for it and he's not playing, you know, he's, that's not who he is. I'm like, that's a fair criticism, right? We've seen that and depictions so for some of that stuff i can't speak to because i don't know a ton of the backstory on this stuff i don't know who a lot of these characters are i i mean i know who the you know the big ones are like uh galadriel and elrond durin you know rings a bell uh oh boy what's his name uh, uh grimble cuck. grimble did you say cuck yep that's what i said <laughs> absolutely uh, uh, Grimble, God damn it, I forgot his name already. Uh, but he's a guy who will allegedly create the rings of power. Um, but, um, I, I mean, so I, I don't have a lot of, you know, uh, saying that sort of stuff. I'm just kind of watching and being like, yeah, oh, this is fun. It's enjoyable. So to that stuff, I'm sure people have valid criticisms and whatever, and I will never have problems with that. You know, this, I kind of joked to you earlier that, you know, this isn't my Sandman, you know, Sandman, I, I very well versed in and I understand things, but even then I'm willing to, you know, enjoy, you know, some changes like how, uh, you know, it's not John Constantine, it's Joanna, you know, right. they, I'm like, that's cool with me. That works. I'm fine with that. No big deal. You know, so with this, I'm not sure, you know, what, what the major issues are, but I'm like, I set that aside as like, I, I kind of file that under valid criticism. If someone is, you know, looking at stuff based on their, interests and things like that and calling out, you know, what they like and don't like. And then there's the other part, which I think we can even do into two subcategories from there. One of which is nitpicking over every little thing. 
which is incredibly frustrating because right. when you start nitpicking in a world in that, has, world. that has that has <laughs> you're going to make me <laughs> hold on uh, I think this is going to be more impactful if I was like if you're going to be nitpicking over a world that has elves dwarves <laughs> gigantic sea creatures orcs harfoots Men who fall from the sky and comets, magic, dragons, and everything else. Then are we really going to get all butthurt over whether or not uh, an elf can jump off of a sword to attack? Yeah. To attack an ice troll. Right. An ice troll. <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time. An ice troll. Ice so, troll. um,. I'll give an example, and I'm going to show this to, uh, to, uh, to, to to all the folks that are watching. And if you're if you're just listening, I will read it. Here's a tweet from I'm not even going to say their name because I don't think they deserve credit for this uh, stupid fucking question. But what they're referring to is if you've watched the show, there is a part where, first of all, the original post is it shows a clip uh, within the first uh, 20 minutes or so of these elves that are getting attacked by an ice troll. And um, they're like, oh, this is so embarrassing. And they're commenting specifically on the quality of the footage. But the thing is that this person did not turn off like motion blur on their TV. And what that does is that really is not motion blur is not designed to do you any favors with stuff like this. So it looks bad because this person doesn't know how to adjust the settings on their TV and someone like calls that out they're like just because you don't know how to adjust the settings on your tv doesn't mean that this is a bad scene but yeah. within that someone replies because there's this what happens is galadriel like these these elves are getting their shit rocked by this this creature by this ice troll and galadriel comes in and she does some really cool moves attacks this thing and essentially it kills uh the ice troll and at one point she stabs it and when she pulls out the the blade a little bit of blood gets onto the camera right we've all seen that it's a stylistic choice one which i don't particularly enjoy um i think it's um i don't know it just doesn't do anything for me so i get why people do it but it's it's not something that particularly applies to me so this guy says and then we can all assume it's a guy i think that's fair uh <laughs> Can you explain to me why blood got on the camera lens? Is the camera supposed to be a person whose face got splattered? Or is the show acknowledging that there is a camera present in the fantasy fight? In which case, why didn't they reshoot the scene to avoid that mistake? Um, this person doesn't understand how film works. Bingo. They don't understand how it works at all. Um... And this guy goes on to basically like defend everyone's like that responds to him. He almost like indefinitely responds back, and it is exhausting uh, listening to this guy talk. And one of my favorite ones responses to this guy was actually a person that has like uh, Bluey as their avatar, which is great. Says, "Can you explain how light was captured by the camera? Are we to believe some sort of magical camera was literally set up in the in Middle Earth and captured the light reflecting off the troll, and now that light has been recreated and is shot into our eyes? We have to believe this." <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of person I could be friends with. 
Yeah. That, that is wonderfully sarcastic. And I then someone it. else goes, this happens in Braveheart, Saving Private Ryan and Black Hawk Down. Are those all bad action scenes? And the original post poster says, ain't seen any of those. I would need more context. None of those are high fantasy. Braveheart is most questionable as historical drama. But I'm not saying the effect doesn't have a time or place, for example, if the splatter on the lens is supposed to be blood on someone's face. Again, this person doesn't understand how film works. Yeah. I don't make films either. But to be that fucking nitpicky, to spend the energy going all in on this, it is a fraction right. of a second It's so that quick. happens. It happens so quickly. It was like, why is there blood on the camera? It was within the 20 minutes that I actually watched. And like I said, when we talked off mic, I clocked it when it happened. And then the scene moved on. And so did I. Yeah. Like it was just, it was like, cool. That was the effect they chose. We're moving on. And it had nothing to do with, it didn't pull me out of the scene. It didn't pull me out of the next scene. I didn't pause it and go, oh boy. Okay. I have to take a minute. I got to do a lap around my apartment because this is just too much. Like I wish, I wish I had so few problems like this person does that I Mm -hmm. could spend my time worrying about that shit. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Uh, So as I'm scrolling through Twitter on this, Slotty goes, you should do a show segment where Doug just gets lost down a Twitter hole following trending topics. Like I wanted to see Doug click and see why North Korea was trending and get his takes on what's there. We really don't need to do that. (laughs) We really Really Slotty, don't need to do that. Enjoy this because it's happening currently. Just oh live my in the god! Moment. Oh my god! That, that just gives me like my butthole tightens up because it's either going to be really good or really bad. Like that's oh, yeah. what it will be, and it's it's not. I don't think it. It's it just be me getting angry, and I don't think you all need to see that. That's no good. So that was one hot take, and there's this other hot take that was based on the same original post from the guy that's like this sequence is embarrassing, and this other uh, douche canoe. Uh, goes down with a, a numbered list. It's like swords. So again, what happens at the beginning of the sequence is Galadriel comes in from another chamber, sees this ice ice troll just wrecking ass, and she basically like she's fought with these elves long enough that they kind of have like an unspoken thing, and one of her 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 uh, uh, subordinates kind of like leans back, puts their sword down. She runs up the sword, and the elf like sort of like she jumps off, and the in the elf like catapults her on over the head so she can like come by and slash and sort of like fuck up this ice troll and this guy goes number one swords bend if you step on them so that assisted leap makes absolutely no sense number two she magically hamstrings him on the back of his leg with a glancing blow to the side of the (laughs) shin number three finger twirling a bastard sword one a half hand is a horrible idea it's not a rapier (sighs) and again it's why are we this is just a fun scene does he do the same thing with the movie 300 right and the insanity that is that film and the other bullshit stuff that happens with it i mean you could say the same thing in the original lord of the rings where aragorn by himself like eliminates 50 urukai at the end of Fellowship of the Ring, when they right. come to, he's just like, my brother made a good, he asked a good question in that film. He goes, is Aragorn really good? Or are the orcs just like really bad? 
Or is it like a combination of both because he single-handedly just fights off a horde of these creatures? And I'm like, that's a really... Because there's only a handful and they're just like absolutely just ripping ass. And I'm like, I don't I don't know how to respond to that. So you have that and then it's like, I don't understand how this is possible because... And as Slotty called out in the chat... He's like, if Legolas could shield surf down the stairs, no scoping orcs, I'm cooled with, with sword jumps. Yes. Yeah. Also, Legolas walks on the top of the snow in Fellowship of the Ring because he's light. Elves are lighter. They're nimble. They're agile. He also single-handedly kills a gigantic elephant in Return of the King, killing all of the army of people that are on top of this elephant and then headshots the elephant, killing it. Like, elves also- are badass. True. Also, this is fantasy. Yeah, exactly. This is all fucking fake. Yeah. I don't want to stereotype, but to the guy who put that comment, have your mom come down, help you clean your room, and shut the fuck up. Like, this is, it's fantasy. My fucking God. This is, we we talked about the same group of people that jumped on, like, the butthurt bros when uh captain yeah marvel, with captain marvel yeah i feel like this is the same it's like a subsection of the proud boys you know they mm-hmm. just they just don't know when to shut the fuck up and it just like they they worry about the worst shit so there are so many slotty says there are so many piss jugs in that room it's true they are it, it's sad but true as it's very true yeah. It's very true. I just don't see the need to like be that nitpicky. There are times where you got to go in on this stuff, and you're like, wait, what? That doesn't make sense. But I, I look at, again, elves are immortal, meaning that they can get, be killed, but barring any sort of murder or freak illness, these are creatures that will live forever, right. and many of them live for thousands of years, We've seen humans in our real world who become really good at what they do, right? We've seen the Michael Jordans. In a much shorter time span. Michael Jordans, the Bo Jacksons. We've seen incredible Mm -hmm. just like inventors. Imagine if they had, I don't know, 4,000 years. John Wayne Gacy's. The 4,000 years to perfect and continue doing what they're doing. Like, imagine what would be possible in that amount of time, you would probably go through like, all right, for these uh, first 400 years, I'm going to explore sports. You know, I'm going to do 100 years on four of my sports that I'm going to commit to. You know, I'm going to commit to those sports and do that. And then I'm going to move on to, I don't know, spreadsheet. I'll do spreadsheets for a couple years. And then I'm going to do, you know, ham bone. You know, I want to check out some musical interests. Like, it's not, it's not hard to imagine that these elves have spent considerable amount of time practicing and honing their martial combat skills to the point where they would be terrifying to see in battle because that's what I think is so cool when you watch these uh, movies and you get to see the elves in combat. You don't see a lot. You see Legolas and he kind of is a really great microcosm of like what elves are capable of. And then you see it more in The Hobbit where the woodland realm comes out and they fight at, you know, the battle of the five armies and you watch their coordinated efforts. Like you're like, Holy shit. Like these guys know they, it's like second nature. They've done it over and over and over again. It's not crazy for me to think that a, we're in a magical world and B these, these things, these creatures would be this profoundly athletic 
and capable to pull off amazing feats. It's not that far beyond. We also have the Incredible Hulk existing in a world where, you know, anything's possible. If we can accept that, we can accept this. I think it's very easy to accept that. Well, I think that also is like I understand that there I understand the the broader idea of respecting the parameters that you set up in a world like respecting the even if there is magic, you've got like, look, we've set up there are rules within the context of what this world is. And I, I get that. I totally I understand that side of the argument. But at the same time, if there is magic and orcs and things like this, it stands to reason that maybe you don't know all of the rules. Yeah. Maybe maybe there are things that are undiscovered by you yet in yeah. this world of magic. So yeah, someone also brought up the same thing, like to right. combat the guy talking about like the uh, a sword wouldn't bend like that. They're like that's elven crafted material. Sure. Like elven, there are there's an elf that will make the rings of power. Like they, there is there is some craftsmanship magical that rings. magical things like that are <laughs> unbelievable. It's not too hard to imagine to do a right. stretch that. Yeah, they could jump off of a blade. Like it's not right. that crazy. That blade was made of Valyrian steel. We all know this. That you know, the bows are lighter and you know shorter than most bows. You know, it's the magical bows of the elves. Yeah, right. They, yeah, they, yeah. They use magical elven twine for tremendous accuracy. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's very possible that that stuff happens. So there's Blessed that group of people. Blessed bow the elves. That's right. That just are nitpicking over every little thing and they happen to be nitpicking over scenes where a woman is kicking ass. Yep. And I don't think that's a coincidence um, when that happens. So that leads us to our second subset of people that are just unhappy that there are brown people in the show at all. Just a hundred percent like there's a brown elf. What's up with that? Or the fact right. that they're like, hey, how come there are brown hobbits and uh, brown dwarves? Like, what's up with this brown skin? People are like, ah, oh, they're woke. They're woke. I'm like, really? We can accept there's elves, orcs, ice trolls, and all these other things. They're like, brown hobbits? Right. This isn't fantasy anymore. It's woke politics. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's insane to me and my favorite yeah. part about this is that you have well first of all dipshits like elon musk weighed in they're like tolkien would be rolling in his grave it's like what the fuck do you even know elon I'm, musk shut the fuck up i we talked off mic about this and i'm so when elon musk first hit the scene i was like ah oh, cool like a badass billionaire who's bucking the system and this is kind of cool and now man i just wish he would hop in one of those rockets and just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Just take a one way trip, man. Be the first man on Mars. Do it. Go. Yeah. Like, well, cause it's, yeah, that guy is just fucking you. We don't give a flying fuck about what you think about the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Go away. Go. Nobody invent cares. Something. Yeah. I know that because what's great is when you see people like Neil Gaiman weigh in and be like, Hey, by the way, Tolkien described hobbits as having nut brown skin. And then pulls a quote from the book. Mm hmm. Yeah. Leave it to an author. Yeah. And it's like, and some people are like, oh, well, because they're out like working in the sun, it's probably just because they're tan. They can't accept that they're like, oh, they're they're tanned white people. It's like, no, they are brown. 
Right. And I saw someone post like like a picture, like a, a color swath swatch. It's like this is what they were. This is what Nut Brown looks like. Yeah, this is yeah. the hex code for Nut Brown. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's just people look at that and they lose their minds because there's brown. And they're like, oh, it's so woke. I'm like, is it? Because here's my thing. Black Panther should be black. Shang-Chi should be Chinese. Okay. Aside from those kinds of examples, go have fun with how you cast this. Right. I was thrilled that Idris Elba was Heimdall. Awesome. Cool. Right. Great. They're like, but they're Norse. Who gives a shit? Idris Elba's phenomenal as Heimdall. It was fantastic. I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah. And stuff like this. I'm like, they're hobbits. Right. Who cares? Well, it's no different than Sandman when death was right. cast as a black woman. Like yes. Again, it's like who? It's death. Death people, is nobody and everybody. Like, but in the comics, they have bone white skin. Also, death appears to you as you need to see them. Death. Same thing with Dream. Dream will show up as you portray them. You know, as you've seen in, if you watched episode 11, you saw the episode of Cats. Yep. You know, where he shows up to other cats as a cat. Like, that's just how it works. That's how it it's, yeah. it, it happens. And if anything, I, it's it's it breathes more life into this world. It creates problems, yep. big problems, because if in this age there are brown and black people, but in the third age there right. are none in the original trilogy at all. My dog just burst in here. That was that? an aggressive entrance, Loki. You, you, yeah, you good? You good? If there are no brown or black people in the later trilogies, what where happened? Did, where did they go? Did 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 Sauron get a hold of them? <laughs> did because there's not one single person of color in that original trilogy at right. all. They're all white. All the and hobbits sh- are white. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm sure that's the funniest part is that all these fanboys are clamoring about. I'm sure they're using that as their point of reference. The Peter Jackson, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, source material and ignoring the true source material where they were described with nut brown skin. Like Mm -hmm. it's these fanboys think that they they are fanning out so hard and they're missing the actual root, the the actual source of, of this beloved material. Yeah, I it was so frustrating for me to see people like just exerting that much energy because they went on Rotten Tomatoes and they review bombed it and things like that. And and people are just sitting there going, they're they're, they're chanting, go woke, go broke. You know, like the idea that if you make a show that's quote unquote woke, then you're going to go broke. And I'm like, how does that affect the storytelling if there's brown people in there? If Unless this is, like I said, a Black Panther or a Shang-Chi or something like that. Like, yeah. why don't be beholden to let anyone who can fit through? I, I thought it was awesome Like, it's to see this sort of diversity. Like, it's it wasn't distracting in any way. It made sense. Because I'm like, right, yeah, well, there would be this kind yeah. of stuff. <laughs> a lot of the shows that we, we, I've been watching that will be coming up in subsequent weeks' uh, uh, recommendations uh, have... I've noticed a very distinct, be it, uh, you know, diversity in ethnicity, diversity in uh, gender, diversity in uh, relationships and sexualities, like way more shows now that that have been coming out have been including this stuff. And it's noticeable. But for me, in a 
in, in I, I would assume for the broader public, save for these fucking idiots that we're talking about, in a great way. It's noticeable in a great way because it does feel way more akin to what actual life is like. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you walk down the street, you're going to see different mixes of couples regarding sexuality or gender or, or ethnicity or anything. And all of that being portrayed on screen really makes it such a, it's such a richer experience to watch mm -hmm. these worlds being created instead of this yeah. just homogenized view of what it's been for the last, you know, eight, de eight plus decades since, yeah. uh, since this medium was invented, yeah. you know, well, it, it's like, I could, I don't agree with it, but I can understand if someone watched Sandman, they'd be like, what the fuck is this? Right. There's a lot of, you know, different, you know, des desires, this androgynous, you know, being that right. is, you know, the embodiment of desire. You've got people that are, you know, trans people that are gay, uh, all sorts of stuff, but that's in the source material. Like that I, exists was that there. Like since 1989. Yeah. It existed yeah in that fashion so if someone was like "Ugh, this is woke i'm like nah man that's the source material like right. yeah that's just kind of how that stuff Damon is was woke before it was cool to be woke yeah so like i said like i don't agree with it if someone right. feels that way but i can at least understand it if they're like i wasn't expecting this it's like yeah well that's what it is so yeah. get over it um and with this stuff i'm like one of my again like i said some mm -hmm. of my favorite moments are in the dwarven realm and uh durin who is the prince of that realm and his wife is disa and disa is a woman of color and she is phenomenal in there she is delightful she's not even in the like the episode that much but she's absolutely captivating and she yeah. and the guy who plays durin are the best and i'm like this makes sense like there's nothing distracting about it right there's nothing that seems forced right you know like there's nothing that is um you know, as much as I love Avengers and Avengers Endgame, I still go back to that scene where all the ladies show up. I'm like, that feels forced. They were trying to do something. I was like, I, I understand it was the intention was good, but it it, it was like, Ugh, it's cringy. Right. It's cringy right. to me. Whereas I look at this, I'm like, this feels like a lived in world where these people exist there. You know, it doesn't feel forced in any way, shape or form. It makes sense. Like, and so for people to be like, Bleh. I don't like seeing people that don't look like me on the screen. It's like, God damn it. Just, and then, you know, to add to that, you know, she Hulk, you know, is oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, which is, I have to say, I was, I was really hesitant to watch the show. Cause I just, it didn't feel like it was a show for me. I'm like, no, from well, based look, on the trailer, tore, you know, we tore the trailer apart on this show yeah. and we'll, 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 we'll cop to this. Like we, in fairness though, the trailer, I don't know if the, graphics weren't done or what but the trailer looked bad yeah graphics wise cg wise that looked bad yeah show comes out we're you know our foot is in our mouth like that it the show is shockingly uh good it's fun I, I, it's fun yeah it's, it's a, a fun show it's a romp mm -hmm. it's yeah. a fun show it's a lark and uh it knows what it is and it's true to what it is, and I appreciate it. And once again, because there is a, it's a, what appears to me, um, it's female centric. That's where it gets all all the hate, you know. And again, yeah, it's, exactly. It's you know people are, you know, hitting on the last episode where, um, you know the, uh, uh, you know there's there's a dancing. Like situation, people are like, oh, this is what we've we've come right, to. She works with uh, with, with Megan, Megan the Stallion. Stallion. It's yeah. just like get out of here. Like, 
which it, again, it was it was very akin to the tone of the show. It worked within the tone of the show. So, like for people, but what what is this? It's 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 lighthearted. The show itself is lighthearted. You know, the show itself is self referential. Exactly, one hundred percent. And I think um, it's it's tough seeing people complain about this stuff. Like it's 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 super frustrating, and it it makes me just be like, you know what? You all don't get content anymore. You can't We're have taking it. it away. You're taking it away. You don't get to have this stuff anymore because here's the thing: you cannot like something. That's totally fine. There's plenty of stuff I don't like. You know, and I've gotten to the point where I was really mean and cruel about stuff when I was younger. I just I would I would get on my soapbox and I would be like, this movie is terrible. No one should ever watch it. If you watch it, I'm going to judge you. It's like that's that's not. Doug, how I it mean, up go. until about a year or two ago, we were doing. <laughs> yeah, I know, and that's the thing is like, we realized that it's it's okay because we got in this 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 realm of like it's either the either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. Right, and that's not how life works. Like not at all. It's it, there can be nuance to things like you can enjoy stuff and you can just be objective and things like that as well. But the 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 thing is like we're getting to a point now where people are so whatever reason angry about stuff that they they make it their mission to go and review bomb yeah. things and they're like standing up on things and they're nitpicking all the little things about about these scenes where I'm like you could do this with any movie. Do you do this with every movie? Right. Because then how do you enjoy a movie? Because right, there's absolutely. things about every movie that are always going to, you know, I've been on a kick recently where I've just been going back and rewatching like just older movies, you know, and like one of my favorites, Gladiator, fantastic film. Guess what? Some of the special effects aren't great. What? No. You know, you know, there's that one particular scene when they first enter the Coliseum where one of the chariots falls over, and for a brief second you can see the um, there's a uh, 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 an the- air an air tank. Yeah, that like shoots out stuff that it, it something falls. You can see it showing for just a second. Like it's like, oh, there's there. Or there's a part where one of the guys gets shot with arrows. You can tell there's some sort of vest that yeah. he's wearing underneath and it's poking out. And hey, man, it's still a good movie. Like still a good movie. Yeah, still a great movie. Right? Doesn't like, change the fact. Yeah. Look, like uh, effects and what have you are that they they're bad. They get dated. They come. They go. A good story is still a good story. If it's well acted and it's got a good plot, like you can get past a lot of stuff and you should be able to look past it. You know, we've talked, you and I have talked for a long time about how the the idea of approaching things, there's there's just too much negativity out there. So why put more negativity? Why not just be like, yeah, let's celebrate people creating things. And if something's, you know, if we don't like something, we can talk about that. But there may be some people who like I, I we uh, the best example that we always bring up is the uh, Fast and the Furious franchise. That is not movies for us. We you and I don't necessarily enjoy those movies. We wouldn't seek them out, but that doesn't mean that we're going to shit on them. You know, there are things that are absurd about those movies, but we're not going to shit on them, you know, because there are people out there that those movies are for. And so I think we just need to get to a place. The world right now is dark enough. It, there's a lot of shit going on that we just need to just enjoy people creating cool content. Yeah. Just just be supportive, you know? And if you if you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah. Turn it off. You don't need to sound off. Yeah. It's it's like someone who's at we, we spend an entire episode sounding off, but Yeah. But it's it's like someone who's at a comedy show. There's a joke and they stand up, they're like, I didn't like that joke. It's like you 
just don't right. don't laugh don't clap and if you didn't enjoy the show just never go see that comedian ever again yeah you don't have to take it upon yourself to be like i'm going to give them my critical feedback that's actually not helpful because i don't understand the craft and it's not to say that you have to be an expert in filmmaking to uh, point stuff out or not, yeah. but there's also times where I'm like, you don't understand anything about this, so you should shut your goddamn mouth. Like, exactly. there's too much of that going around where someone's like, well, I'm going to weigh in on this. It's like, yeah, but you also don't know what you're talking about. So right. you could say, I didn't like the part where the blood splattered on the film because it just felt out of place. That's a fair statement to be like, yeah. Yeah, can someone please explain to me why they decided to do this? I mean, is it like that, that this is supposed to be a camera in this fantasy world that's getting on the camera? And if so, like, why did they just reshoot it? You don't know anything about this. Stop right. talking. Have you ever been given $60 million to make an episode of Lord of the Rings or anything for that matter? Shut your mouth. Right. Shut your well, goddamn mouth. Thing, if you look at most of the people who criticize this stuff, most of them have zero zero samples in their portfolio they have mm -hmm. not made anything yeah and they and they won't because they don't have the balls they don't have the imagination they will criticize the shit out of something someone else made but they don't have the they don't have the guts to go out and do it themselves they don't have the they lack the vision to go out and do it themselves you know those who can't do you know they they criticize yeah and so yeah i just to to those people, I would say, I always say, if you don't like it, go make something better. Go mm -hmm. show go show us how it should be done. Yeah. But until then, all your talk is just fucking it's hot air. It's cheap. Yeah. And and for whatever reason, this stuff really got under my skin because it just felt like, listen, I'm not a staunch defender of the rings of power. There's two episodes. There's a lot left. And if this thing, you know, just ends up shitting its pants, it's, I'll say it shit its pants. But these are such poor like baby-minded criticisms of yeah. a piece of content that I find just so frustrating because I'm like, listen, if you're going to do this, do it well, do it right. Give good, constructive criticism. Don't go on there and whine because also I don't think, because intention I think is important. And if I'm being generous, some people may not have the intention of coming off like a racist or a misogynist or something like that, but they need to be careful of that. They need to really be like, I don't understand why this scene, this girl's kicking ass. It's like, what? Why would you even possibly say that? Why would you even be like, why are there black people in this? This doesn't seem right. And like, what, are you implying that elves are so pure that they would never have anyone other than white people in their in their ranks? That seems strange. Right. To me, as you would do the that. The thing is, when you make a statement like that, if uh, there's a, there's a lot of inference that can be made, and you might not, you might not like where it goes, you know. Yeah. And the internet's a very public platform. Yeah, and it's yeah. just again, this happens in everyday life, right? The, you yeah. know, people say stupid shit all the time. I'm that guy that says stupid shit. I'm an idiot, and I've said dumb things that I to this day regret because they didn't come out the way that I wanted, but they were perceived a certain way. Sometimes that's unfair, and sometimes that's just life, baby. Um, yeah. But in a world like this, like you've got to be aware of how you're coming off. And if people point that out to you, you need to be like, explain yourself. Like if people are like, of course you're just going to result to calling me a racist. It's like, well, you're seeming really racist right now. Yeah. Really racist. Because as we've said many times in a world of fantasy where magic and ice trolls and dragons and dwarves and elves and rings of power and orcs and goblins and giant spiders galore and balrogs of the fire where um exist you'd be like but why are they black people i mean you kind of just seem racist 
Right. It kind of seemed like you can't suspend reality to be like, it's oh, real- but there's black people. Black dwarves? Yeah. I don't think so. Real hard to defend that, yeah. Yeah, very hard to Real defend Real hard that. to justify that. Yeah. it's You know what it is? Those arguments aren't practical. Goddamn right they're not. And when it's not practical, it really grinds my gears. And you know whose gears it really grinds? You got the questions. We got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical. 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 So, if you've never been here before, it's been a little while since we did an Ask Practical Doug. There's a small Doug that lives inside Big Doug. That small Doug is named Practical Doug. And Practical Doug guides Big Doug on most of life's adventures. And if you are a fan of the show, even if you're not a fan of the show, anyone can ask Practical Doug a question and get a practical answer in return. You can join us live on Tuesdays. For now, 8 Central, dun, 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 uh, or, uh, and you can ask in the chat. You can join Discord. Uh, there's an Ask Practical Doug channel there on any social medias. Hashtag Ask Practical Doug. We'll get our attention, and you can ask Practical Doug a question. Today's Ask Practical Doug, I believe, was put in the Discord. Is that correct, Doug? This one may seem like a bit of a cheat because I put this in the Discord. You did. Okay, I did. gotcha. I saw this on Twitter. Uh, This is from, it's basically from an Am I the Asshole like Twitter account. Um, And it goes a little something like this. I'll post up there for people to see if you're watching. Uh, If you're not, I will read it to you. So (laughs) Slotty goes, this seems like a bit of a cheat. It is, sir. It says, am I the asshole for not wanting to attend a Game of Thrones themed wedding? My friend Lexa is getting married soon. She and her husband are extreme Game of Thrones fans. They've watched the show five plus times. Their house is decked out with the Game of Thrones theme, decorations, accessories, etc. Because of their shared love of Game of Thrones, Lexa and her fiancé decide to have a Game of Thrones themed wedding. I am perfectly fine with the idea of a themed wedding. I'm even okay with the Game of Thrones dress costume for the wedding. The only thing I can't seem to get behind is the fact that the majority of the wedding will be conducted in High Valerian. For those who don't know, it's a made-up language from Game of Thrones. Her wedding is also a destination wedding, and I'm finding it hard to justify going out of my way to go to a wedding that's not even in a real language that I won't be able to understand. Am I the asshole if I don't go? I mentioned that I was having doubts to Lexa and she got really mad at me because I had originally had said I could go before I knew it was in High Valerian. She's also been sending me uh, links to learn High Valerian on Duolingo and I feel like even if I did show up, she'd be mad at me for not learning it. And she also adds, the reception will also be in High Valerian and all speeches and toasts are expected to be in High Valerian too. First things first, Duolingo... Like, kudos to them for hooking yeah. people up with the fake languages. I guess. I guess. Again, what's your ROI on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know. How many people are clamoring for high Valerian? And not only that, I mean, someone did have to build that language. And I guess if it is built and you do want to learn it, then, you know, yeah, sure. there you go. Um, this one's pretty cut and dry for, yeah. for Practical Doug. Um, uh, no, you are not the asshole for uh for for not wanting to do this this is a considerable amount of effort mm-hmm. to put into someone's wedding and um i mean i'm putting myself in that position i just be like oh i'm not going <laughs> no 
I guess. Well, here's here's where it would be for me. If you're like, oh hey, we're doing a Game of the- Game of Thrones theme wedding, and you have to dress up, I'd be like, cool, I'm out. I'll send you a gift. You know, yeah. let me know how it goes because I I don't I'm not a costume guy. I'm not going to put in the time and effort to come yeah. up with a costume. Um, and let's, let, let's do let's do uh, where do you fall off, Doug? I'm doing a Game of Thrones themed wedding. All right, cool. You're in. I'm all Doug, right. All right. A- I'm a little hesitant, but I'm like, because this is probably going to be a little awkward. But hey, it's better than doing a regular church wedding. So cool. I guess I'm, I'm I color me intrigued. You know. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Second level, Doug. I'm doing a Game of Thrones themed wedding, and it's a destination wedding. Okay. Depends on the destination, but okay, I'm okay. still there. All right. Doug, I'm doing a Game of Thrones themed wedding. It's a destination wedding, and you have to dress up. I'm out. Got it. Hard out. And then, yeah, you have to learn High Valerian. Because our the ceremony is going to be done in that. All the speeches are going to be done in that. No one will be speaking English. Fuck you! I'm sending you a Star Wars gift card. Like you know, <laughs> like, I'm sending you a Rings of Power gift card. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, yeah like this is what you wanted, right? Lord of the Rings. Like this is and and my axe is what I'm going to send you. Like right? that's yeah, it's fucking and it's a bullshit. card written in Klingon. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, here's yeah. some Star Trek shit. Um, I I think it's incredibly um. This just, you know, again, I'm going to assume that everything the person wrote here is 100% accurate because I have no other details to go off of. So if there is any sort of exaggeration or whatever, then, you know, I, I can't really judge off it. But assuming it's true, sure. I think this uh, friend Lexa is uh, and her, you know, fiance slash husband are fucking dickheads for, for doing this because, yeah, it's your wedding. But if you want people to show up, you're forcing them to be a part of this nonsense, you know, yeah. like, um, and here's the thing kind of go, cause we did another one of these where it's like, is this person, the asshole for, you know, not providing food at the Disney wedding, you know, or we were like, well, if it's clearly marked and you still show up, then, you know, no, they, they are not the asshole for, for doing that. This situation, I mean, they are being upfront with it, but then you also can't be mad if people aren't going to come because that makes them feel uncomfortable to have to learn a foreign fucking language. And that's that's insane. I'll tell, what I, I'll tell you what I would do if I if I was the uh, what like the best man or, or giving a speech. I would stand. I'd clink my glass. I would stand up. I would pull out a lighter. I would say Dracarius. Yeah. I would light it. I would drop it onto the tablecloth and walk the fuck out. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, done. I'd be like uh, I'd go viral. What they say? They're like, I was gonna say, I plead the fifth. That's not what they say. They say they take the black. That's what they do. <laughs> Why is Doug saying I plead the fifth? I, don't I know. plead I the fifth. They're like, ah, what? High Valerian. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got I'm, in the head by a horse when he was younger. I'm totally fine with themed weddings. You know, I've never been to one. Um, yeah. I would probably not really look forward to going to one because that intense nerddom. Even if I'm in it, I'd be like, eh, you know, I'd probably find it a little uncomfortable. See, um, that's the kind of shit I would relish. Yeah. I what, would me go, being uncomfortable? Both. <laughs> Can't it be both? I like, would, Doug, you're I my plus one to this wedding because I want to watch this and also watch you. And yeah, you just watch I me get uncomfortable understand. and be like, I got to go. And I just sort of stand up and walk out. <laughs> Doug attends no. awkward weddings. That's a new There's segment. A new series, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it would be fun as shit to go to a theme wedding and just watch Again, watch because you got to assume grandparents are there going, what is happening? Yeah. You know, I think I think it's incredibly selfish of these people to to do this and then um, ask 
people to learn. I think it's I think it's really selfish to do. And you know, Slotty's making some points in here saying, I think this person is over exaggerating. Unless they are giving a speech, sounds like they aren't. Then it doesn't sound like they will be required to learn. Well, for that question, I'd say, um, you know, this Lexa says she got really mad and she's sending links to High Valerian on Duolingo. So. I mean, I don't think she's required to learn it, but if, if everything's going to be done in high Valerian, listen, weddings suck anyway, all right? They're boring, and you're just going to sit there watching people like, and then, and you're just like, what? I do. It's also Swedish. Um, You know, it's... Like, who wants to sit there and watch that? Because it'd be, like, completely different if it's like, hey, uh, I'm marrying into a Spanish family, and this service is going to be in Spanish. I'm like, well, I respect that. That's a real language. You could also argue that this is technically a real language because it exists. But I'm like, no one really uses this. This was made up from a fantasy world. The thing is, too, Valerian weddings are notoriously long. They go, like, five hours. Right, and they're notoriously bloody, you know? Yep, yeah. So, um... I, I just chance you will die. I was like, listen, do what you want for your wedding. Um, go do that, but also just don't expect a lot of people to show up. Yeah. So, and to this person, I'd say, you know, you're not the asshole. Um, maybe you uh, have a strained friendship, but hopefully you can explain to them, like, hey, listen, this is uh, especially because because here's the thing that adds up to me. You've you've got the theme wedding. It's also destination. This is costing someone time and money to uh-huh. be to go and be at your wedding and as someone right. who had a destination wedding i was very grateful for anyone who took the time and effort to show up to my wedding like i didn't hold it against anybody who didn't want to be there i wanted the actual wedding service to be as quick as possible and as painless as possible because that's not what means the most to me it was like hanging out with everyone and it's just the, having them the be there the party yeah exactly well not only that but they're requiring people to dress up too that's what it sounds like. Game of Thrones dress costume. They get, I'm even okay with the Game of Thrones dress costume for the wedding, which again makes it sound like they are requesting that people come in character. So you're also spending money on, you know, attire, unless you're just wearing, I'm going to go as a peasant and I'm just going to wear ripped stained clothes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's... Could you go as one of the crew members from Game of Thrones and kind of? I'm get sure you would get. Sh- I'm that? sure they would hate you for it. Yeah, you know? Just, you know, and just hold a Starbucks cup. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I just I don't know. I think that that to me is to the to this Lexa and her husband. They should be very chill. If they want to have this wedding, go have this wedding, but be very chill about who's going to be showing up and whether or not they want to, and. What's actually going to happen because that you're asking a lot of people and if people are like super into it. Awesome. That's great. Go. They're like, oh, dude, I totally want to do this. This is going to be great. Have your diehard fans. Don't be mad if other people are like, yeah, this isn't going to be for me. I love you. I support you. This just isn't something that I'm into and I don't think I'm going to have a good time. Just be understanding of that. Temper your expectations. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There you go. Practical Doug has spoken. Boo. That is. Yeah. I was dancing. <laughs> dancing, dancing, dancing. Always good to do another practical dug, even if it's one that I submitted myself. Hey, look, it was a good practical dug. I you. think that was a really good one. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, 
Now it's time for some recommendations. Justin, what do you got to recommend this week? I am going to recommend uh, on Hulu, uh, Only Murders in the Building. Uh, Heard great I'm things about that. Late to the game on this one as well. Um, it uh, Season two just ended, I think, two or three weeks ago. Um, but Beth and I binged season one and season two. This show is fantastic. It, episode one, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. And by like episode two or three, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. This is just fun. Uh, Steve Martin and Marty Short, they've been together doing stuff for, I don't know, 40 plus years, you know? Yeah. Um, they're just, you know, old old comedians, best friends. They have uh, such a um, just such a way of playing off each other. And then you add Selena Gomez into the mix and it's just odd, you know, it, it's odd person out, you know, and then and, yeah. and you're fish out of water. She has such a wonderful, dry, sarcastic delivery. Um, made me a Selena Gomez fan, and so yeah. the three of them together just are—they're—they're they're fantastic. Um, and it was—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a fun concept. Steve Martin created the show with uh, another guy, and he initially he was like, uh, you know, what if the, the original conceit of the show was what if there were three old dudes in a building in New York, and they—they uh, loved true crime. Um, but they are like crime shows, uh, and they wanted to solve crime, but they, they were too lazy because they were old and tired. They didn't want to leave the building. So they only solved crimes in the building, you know, and then that evolved into, cause podcast, he had this years ago that evolved into what if there was a podcast and what if it wasn't just two old guys, it was two old guys and a young person. And then the show came about. So, um, That's awesome. yeah, only murders in the building, highly suggest it. Season three, I believe, is in pre-production or production currently. So um, I think we're getting at least one more. Um, this is one of those shows where I do hope they wrap things up after uh, like season three. If they push it to a season four, I got my fingers crossed because the first two were really good. And if they keep going, it's I feel like it's going to be a diminishing return. So I think three seasons is is that's the gold spot for this one. So that's but cool. Watch it while you can. Watch it while you can. What do you got? Um, I took a risk and uh, I saw the movie The Northman was on a sale for 10 bucks. And without seeing it, I'm like, I fucking love Norse shit. This movie has captured me since I saw the trailer. So I went ahead and bought it. And it's I really enjoyed it. It is. It wasn't quite like I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, it's definitely got some artsy <clears throat> vibes to it. Okay. Um, but Alexander Skarsgård is phenomenal in it. Is um, and it's it's interesting because it rides the line between, you know, because Norse mythology and what they believe. Like you can't tell. You're like, is this? Is he really seeing this shit, or is this like just in his head, or like you know, is he? Is, it's it's kind of like this idea of what's really real and what's not. Okay. Um, and. Uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It's I don't know. The Norse mythology is always th- that, and Greek mythology has, has always just captured my imagination. I, I was always like, man, if I had to pick a religion, it'd be like a mix of those two, yeah, because they're so interesting. Um, it just yeah, I don't know. It was it's it's very well acted. Again, it's 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 a little artsy, but it's pretty cool. And it's a t- it's a tale of um, you know revenge, um, you know vengeance and justice. 
Um, it's interesting. It's a really interesting show. Uh, I, I, I recommend it. Um, it was one of the things where I'm like, oh, I hope it's worth the $10. But the fact that I kept thinking about it for days after, I'm like, ah. And I was like, I'm sure I will rewatch this again at some yeah. point. And that's a tell to me that it was it was the right thing to do. So the Northman. That. That's a, look, it's not a big and like it's not a huge gamble, but definitely still a gamble. You're like 10 bucks and I own the fucking thing. Like, yeah. If this yeah. is a stinker and then I got to look at it and I got to be reminded of my choice. Yeah, I, I prefer. Yeah, I definitely I like sure things that I want to purchase, you know, for that sort of stuff. And that was when I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a chance. And yeah. uh, it's it worked out. So I'm, I'm happy for it. So Very cool. check that out wherever well, you can, if you can. Well, gang, that's our show for this week. Uh, do us a solid. Um, if you're checking us out on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe button. It means the world to us and it helps us on our quest to being great. Um, do us a favor too, if you're there, uh, drop a comment down in the in the comment section. You know something we said. Do you agree with how we? Uh, do you like the Rings of Power? You know, do you like what's people review bombing, bombing us? You know, this thing, you know, let us know in the comments uh, or just do something down there. Engage with us, please. Um, and be sure to follow us on all our social media at MindGap Podcast. Uh, we do post our shorts and things and all that sort of stuff on all our platforms, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, you know, Twitter, all that sort of stuff. So follow us and, you know, be on the lookout for when we go live, which is Tuesdays, currently at 8 p.m. Central for the podcast, maybe a different time coming up shortly. And then Saturdays, 8 p.m. Central for my video game live stream. And don't forget to follow Justin as well. On Twitter and Instagram at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Samsung Play, Podbean, Good Pods, all the places where you can find and consume quality podcasts, you'll be able to find and consume us. And we ask that you rate us, review us, share us, do all those things. One of the big ones is sharing us around. Just let people know that we exist. That goes such a long way. And uh, like Tinkerbell, if you believe in us, then we exist. If you cease to believe in us, we'll murder you. And then twoestates.com and keep an eye on all of Two Estates' social medias. Uh, we've got um, the Love and Improv uh, Instagram page has been quiet, but behind the scenes, things are moving. So we've got some some cool stuff starting to percolate. Hell yeah. I'll, I'll leave the tease at that. Very good. Very good. Well, with that being said, I would like to say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.